0: One of the best feelings in life is feeling anchored. When the waves of life come, you stay confident, stable, and secure. So
1: how do we stay connected in a world full of distractions? We think honest conversations can
0: help. I'm Allie. And I'm Linneez. Two friends who just want to chat about how to be our best selves. Thanks for joining us. This is Anchored in Life. Welcome everybody to Anchored in Life. We've had a few episodes, quite a few episodes now. So just wanted to reintroduce ourselves. I'm Allie. The other voice you're going to hear is Lenice, and we are friends. We've been friends for several years. We met at a news station in Alabama where she still works and we're on a journey to live more authentically. But that's not a coincidence that we are talking about being authentic this episode, which I think is a great thing to talk about because as you get older, you figure out how to do that appropriately, professionally, and personally. Me and Laniece are going to have a candid conversation about what it means to be authentic and how to put that practice into your daily life. And for me, you'll hear me talk about this a lot. How do my two worlds collide personally and professionally? So I'm really curious to hear, Laniece, your thoughts on being authentic at work and bringing your true self to work, and where's the line and and what does that mean? So obviously we've got to start somewhere, right? How we define being authentic and what that means.
1: I felt very long and hard about this episode. I remember when I pitched it to you. I don't think you were necessarily enthused.
0: Well, I thought it was really vague.
1: And that was my belief too. Whenever I hear, be authentic, your authentic self, it bothered me. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to tackle this episode, because I was curious. So when it comes to being authentic, the easiest way I think about it, your fullest potential, no problems, just you. That's the core of who you are. So another way I think about it too, is if there are no expectations, if you didn't have money, if you didn't have time restraints, who would you be? Are you talkative or are you quiet? Does fear motivate you or love? So I think you need to first find out who, who you are at the core.
0: How do you do that?
1: You got to spend some time listening and talking to yourself. And I know
0: people <laughs> listening are going to <they> think, uh-oh. <laughs> Here she goes with the meditation thing again.
1: <laughs> Stop it. That's
0: what they're Listen. thinking. <laughs> they don't have a microphone in front of them. I do.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's true because a lot of who we are and what we do is reactive. It's either reactive to some expectation we think others have of us. It's because of a problem we're afraid to face head on, a perceived problem. But if none of that were in your way, and if you were to sit down and really go by those questions one by one, you would figure it out. Finding out what your core values are, I think, is a good lesson for anyone.
0: I just think it's hard to pinpoint what in your life you are conforming to others' expectations versus what just what you want to do. Like I'm trying to sit here and think, what's an example of something where I feel like I conform to others' expectations, but I would rather do something else? Can you think of an example? Is this going to be about skipping again? <laughs> about what? Skipping. <laughs> yeah like how you skip everywhere
1: listen i could use that but i won't running don't laugh (laughs) when i asked you to do that first race you were not interested now you may hear the word conform and think that that's strong or exaggerated to ultimately you ending up running the race but why did you do it you have to think about that. It, 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 There was some sort of thought process there. Doubt mm-hmm. seeps in.
0: I'm not really a people pleaser. So what you just said was correct. It was just doubt in myself and trying to figure out what the point of doing that is. But then I set it as a goal and that was helpful for me. So that's what it ended up being, was a physical goal that I could attain and, and feel good about. And it also helps me be healthier in everyday life because I had to train for it. But I know that there are a lot of people out there who are people pleasers and will just say yes to everything because they don't want to make people unhappy.
1: Even the doubt though, can make you change your mind when at the end of the day, you really didn't want to, you convinced yourself to, and when you are being authentic, you don't need to convince yourself of doing anything. You just do. Like, What's the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning that you are happy about?
0: Pet my dog.
1: I literally like trying not to yell because I don't want to, you know, ruin the eardrums, but I knew it was going to involve Tilly. (laughs) You love her.
0: She's pretty great. And she has no expectations. Other than that, the morning doesn't make me happy in a nutshell, so. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What makes you happy when you wake up?
1: Oh, well, the first person I see is my daughter.
0: Yeah. She's always ready for the day to start.
1: Oh, she is such a sweetheart every morning. The sun is out. Open your eyes. So I always start my day off well. But what do you think it means to be authentic?
0: I agree with you. I think this is the reason I didn't love the idea of the topic at first, because I think it's hard to put into words. Mm -hmm. And I also don't know how to be anything but myself. And I've never struggled with it. But I know that it is something that people struggle with. So I think it's helpful to talk about. And there's also some things I'm doing probably that I don't even know I'm doing unless I think about it. Like conforming. What am I doing to conform that isn't actually me? That maybe I've convinced myself is me, but it's not. I don't want to say that being authentic is saying whatever comes to mind because that's dangerous.
1: Well, you can be authentic and have compassion. It doesn't mean that you are this person who doesn't have any tact.
0: It's acting... In a way that is following your heart, mind, and gut. I think you meet people in life who are really in tune with their gut. I make every decision pretty much with my gut. I don't like to use my head. because I'll think too much. And then sometimes I can get too emotional about things. That's why I don't usually use my heart, but my gut is usually right. And if it's not right, I learn a valuable lesson from whatever decision I just made. So to me, being authentic has a lot to do with being in tune with that little voice. And like you said, in the beginning of this, it does require having to talk to yourself, be with yourself and know yourself. Mm -hmm to know what that voice sounds like. And I've never been, you know, this is one of the things my husband helps me be better at. I will make decisions with my gut with basically no information. So here's an example. We needed a new AC unit. Problem, I'm hot. It's hot in here. AC's broken. (laughs) That's the problem. Solution, an HVAC company who can fix it quickly. So what do I do? I schedule the first one I see on the internet And they don't sound like lunatics on the phone. So I say, come on out. And before he's even home, there's a new HVAC system. He gets home and goes, how much is it? How much was Well, how much was it at that point? Because it's already done. How much was it? Who are these guys? They have good reviews. And I'm staring at him going, I don't know, but the AC is working, isn't it? That's how I make decisions. But that's an example of me Mm -hmm. being 100% authentic and doing things the way that I wanted to do it, but it ultimately not being the best way. So I think that's why I struggle a little bit with this conversation because it's like, is being yourself, being authentic, always good?
1: Okay, so I I do want to talk about, before I answer that question, uh, because the answer to that is yes, the short answer. But going back to your gut and your heart, your brain. The three should function together. Your heart helps you to have compassion. It helps you to be tender. Your brain keeps you out of trouble. Your gut is your intuition. It gives you courage. The three together should be used. Now, you may use them to different degrees. You may say with your gut, it's hot. Your brain says, we need to cool off, but hmm, maybe we should check to see the reviews first. Then you go back to your gut. No, but I'm hot. And then your heart's beating fast saying, <laughs> we can't take it. This, this feeling here. is not comfortable. And then your brain comes back and says, calm down. You're good. We're going to make a phone call. We're going to get a list. And then we're going to move forward. I mean, in, right. That's perfect case scenario. We don't always operate like that, but that's how we should. And getting back to your question, is being your authentic self always good? I say, yes. Absolutely. We claim more power over our lives when we move and act with intention.
0: It's irrational to think that if you're being yourself, you're going to be perfect.
1: No one's perfect. And you shouldn't want to be. We're not here to be perfect. That's pretty boring. It would be extremely boring. <laughs> we wouldn't even have this podcast conversation. Oh, that's true. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but what do you think holds people back? from being authentic? Do you think it's because they don't quite know or because they think it is a bad thing?
0: I think it's both. I think it depends on the kind of person they are, maybe how they're raised. But I think the majority of people, it's the really intense feeling of rejection that no human likes. I mean, that is such an intense emotion or feeling to be rejected. We're all seeking inclusion in some form or fashion. So, you know, we've talked a couple of times in this podcast about times where me as a kid felt like I didn't fit in. I think people do things and act a certain way. And I can certainly tell you plenty of times in middle school where I acted a certain way and wore certain clothes because I wanted to fit in because mm-hmm. being rejected and being not cool was so hard and it was just easier to be someone else. And certainly people are scared of being judged, which comes with a rejection right? You think you're being judged, which is why you're being rejected. And it's this unspoken societal rule that we're judging each other. I don't know where that comes from
1: or why we do it or
0: why we do it. But you know, if you walked into a grocery store with huge pink, fuzzy slippers on, would your first thought not be who's judging me right now? Me? No. (laughs) Most people though, right? Would be like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't handle everyone looking
1: at me. I do have other concerns and, and questions that have forced me, and yeah, I'm saying forced <laughs> me to make certain decisions and to be extremely careful, especially when it comes to my image. And it's it's a fear of not necessarily being rejected, but of being tarnished in some way.
0: Tarnished in whose eyes though? The public?
1: And so when you say the public, you, you mean like everyone, even people who are not my close friends and family. And that
0: answer is yes. You're in a position where you have to care about that though.
1: Well, if I care about it too much, then I can't be in my position. I'm constantly thinking about uh, what someone else is thinking about me and how I'm doing something, I will go insane. Neither one of us are people pleasers. Yeah, <laughs> But image matters to me and not in the sense that my existence is dependent on my image. I want to set a good example always.
0: And let's be clear, you, Laniece, are a public figure. So you're in a different position than I am. Do you feel like You just tailor your authentic self for your public image. You hold things back.
1: Both. And I will tell you this, I was that way even in high school. I had a friend tell me once, why are you always so concerned? It's not like you're going to run for president one day. Since maybe about the ninth grade, I have always tried to hold myself to a high regard so that I am setting a good example. And I guess if I unpack it even more, you know, I love to do that. It probably has something to do with the passing of my grandmother, just wanting her to be proud of me. But it is what I would consider one of my core values, integrity. So yeah, I I tailor my authenticity a lot.
0: But you don't feel any sort of guilt about that because you know it's necessary?
1: No, there's no guilt.
0: I mean, you're making me think with the whole head, heart, and gut thing. I think you're your best authentic self when those three are in sync and they're all being used. I acted in this moment, would I have acted a different way an hour later? I always think about that. And I've learned enough in professional situations that do not make a decision or send an email when you're being emotional about something, mm-hmm. whether that's sadness or frustration or whatever it is, do not send anything or say anything. My authentic self is being taken over by a really strong emotion at that point, And that is not me. It is not me to be angry, rude, constantly frustrated. So when I'm in a season where I feel like I'm, a, I'm irritable a lot, that's kind of a f- red flag to me that something's wrong, mm-hmm. like deep down, right? I need to, Hash that out in counseling, or I need to figure this out. What is making me like this? Because that's not me. And I only know that because I do spend a lot of time with myself. I do meditate. I'm so comfortable being alone. And so I feel like I know myself really well. One of the privileges of being an only child, probably, <laughs> which I'm fine with. That's an interesting perspective, though, because certainly as social media grows, I, I think people are having to face the question that you are having to is, what do I tailor? Because it does for a lot of people matter what your quote unquote image is on social media. Mm -hmm. And then who are you in real life? One of my biggest pet peeves with people is when you are two completely different people. Mm. I can't stand that. I I don't understand how people go through life acting like that. It seems just really exhausting.
1: Well, it is exhausting. And, And you're hurting yourself when you do that. Because you're not going to have the energy to be who you really want to be. But again, it goes back to rejection, a fear of not fitting in. And I think because of the way you were raised, and, and you've talked about this in some previous podcasts, you're not bothered about others' expectations or fear of rejection. You do focus more on your instincts. And that that's good because our instincts, to me, that's like wisdom, That's what keeps you inspired, encouraged.
0: You helped me with a decision before I left. And I remember being in the dressing room and having a little freak out moment. And you said, okay, you've talked about this enough. You've talked it out. So basically what you were saying is you have put everything in your brain out loud and you've put everything on your heart out loud. Like Both are on the table. What do you want to do? And I said, that's exactly why I'm talking to you. Like, I need your help. It was like, tell me what to do. And you said, no, you know you know what to do. Don't think I'm going to ask you in three seconds what you want to do. And you said, three, two, one. And I said it. And that's the decision I went with. And that was the correct one. Mm -hmm. I think you can get bogged down in the details, in the thinking, in the emotions. And yeah, it's like that instinct part of you turns off. And you don't have confidence in yourself to say, Yes, you do know what to do. It's like when there's something wrong with your body, you know, you can't explain it. You just know. And it's the same way with decisions. I feel like or your instincts is it's there. Do you tap into it? Do you know how to listen to it? Do you know how to use it? That's a different story. Do you let others expectations guide you more than yourself? Because you're a sponge all day. You're receiving information Storing it somewhere in your brain and making decisions in your life. You have information to make decisions. If you feel like you have that issue of, I don't feel like I know how that's happened to tap into my instincts, I think it's helpful to first ask the question, What are you afraid of? or What are you scared of? Mm-hmm. When I say tomorrow, be 100% yourself. What's the first thing that comes to mind? that you're scared of, that so-and-so won't like me anymore, that my neighbors won't invite me over anymore. And most of the time, those things are wrong. (laughs) They're like irrational thoughts that we just make up, stories we make up in our head that aren't actually true.
1: If they don't like you, be fine with that. For people listening and, and you're wondering about, you know, how do I be my most authentic self? And what does it mean to be authentic? I go back to what your core values are And what motivates you to achieve those values? So integrity is very important to me. It's just, it matters to me to be held in a positive light. Service matters to me. I want to help others.
0: If you want to get real basic and you're not sure what values are or what they mean, I'd encourage you to look up the hierarchy of needs and just think about it from that perspective, like one of them is security. Is that mm. what you're chasing in life with money or with people that can kind of help you figure out what your values are? Cause I also don't want to use that word and not define it. But if you're struggling with that, even again, this is all in you. You just have to go find it. I used to lead a team. And I think one of the hardest things for me to do was to encourage someone to just be themselves or to just tell me the truth. Mm. It hurt me that they felt like they couldn't do that. Not, I wasn't taking it personally. It just, I would look at them and think, why are you like that? Why are you in a turtle shell? And I just don't think it's fair that some people live their lives in a turtle shell because they deserve to be out in the open. Mm-hmm. But do some people just not want to? Does that feel too vulnerable? Probably. I've just never struggled with that. Takeaways, of have a bullet point list of practicing authenticity and being authentic, what would they be if you could give to?
1: Mindfulness, that would be my first. Gosh, these two go hand in hand. You need to define what it means to be authentic to you. And in order to do that, you need to figure out what your core values are. And that's where the mindfulness comes in. You won't be able to do those things unless you sit with yourself and figure out what matters to you most. Because once you have those things, then you can go and act on those beliefs and values. And the more you practice being authentic, the easier it will be. You won't, you know, if you didn't start out considering everything everyone would think about you, that fear of rejection, you're going to need a lot of practice.
0: And might I suggest journaling? That just makes my heart sing. Well, disclaimer, I don't journal. Oh, go.
1: Allie, you would have to put that. Just take it back. I'm just,
0: you know, I'm not going to take it out because that would be an of me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stuff like that where I've just never had a problem speaking my mind. And it's probably because I watched my mom and dad do that my whole life. And mm-hmm. I didn't see anything wrong with it because I didn't really see many consequences, bad consequences coming from that. But then I meet somebody who's just so the opposite. And I just want to know, what that is about. Somewhere along the line, someone told you to put all that stuff in a box and leave it there. Mm -hmm. And the world needs us to be out of our boxes. That's where creativity and friendships come from. And I wanted to add too, when you were talking, once you figure this out with yourself, it really is important, like you mentioned earlier, to examine the people around you. Mm
1: -hmm. Because
0: you are the summation of your five closest people.
1: Oh gosh, that rule.
0: Do you have people around you that are constantly making you not authentic, like act a certain way, that is in your control. Now, are they family? Ooh, okay, we can set boundaries. We can we can figure out how much time is too much time to be around that person. Family not exactly controllable. I understand that. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And it's hard to think about that because getting a quote unquote new community is really hard work, especially as an adult.
1: I think that should be our next episode. I mean, you've actually had to do it yourself, moving to a whole new area.
0: You mean finding community? Yes. Oh, my.
1: It's hard, especially as you get older.
0: I also wanted to throw out there, as we're wrapping this up, if you guys leave comments, feel free to also suggest topics to us. You can DM us on Facebook or Instagram, and you can also leave the reviews and we'll see it there. We want to get feedback on what y'all want to hear as well as our listeners. Lenise and I can come up with topics all day long and we will, but we also want to hear what you want to talk about. Maybe we hear a couple and we combine them or something like that. Of course, we appreciate you listening and we're encouraging you now that we've had this conversation to practice authenticity. Think about what that means for your daily life. How can you... Be better in that regard. And for me, it's a lot of the things that we've, we've talked about in past episodes that are really helping me be authentic. And I think this podcast is one thing that helps Lenise and I be authentic with each other. So think about some things you can do with your friends or things you can build into your schedule that would help you do that with your friends, because we cannot live this life in a vacuum.
1: No. And as you are making those lists, it would probably help you to re-examine at the same time who your friends are. Well, we thank you for listening as always. This was fun. This was hard.
0: Yeah, not super tangible.
1: But you can't shy away from the hard topics.
0: Nope. No, we can't.